Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a special guest. Mike Harrison. What's up? What's up, Mike? What's good, bro? Hey, we here. We here in, in the lab right now, uh, grinding out for season one. Getting together. Freshman year. No doubt. Coming no out doubt. in March. So, we uh, brought you on today because uh, you, you're here. You're doing big things right now. Yeah, man. Um, you know the comedy thing is it's, it's it's going it's going pretty good. I oh. mean, it's, it's you know it could be better, but I've been only doing it for six months, but I've been doing stand up. So, so what was surprising to me was you started doing comedy, and you never you didn't really tell anybody about it. No, it was just one of those things where literally when I was living in California. Um, but I would, they was like, hey, you should do, you know, I was out there, I was in the band at first. And then my friends who I was living with, they was like, bro, you should do comedy. And I was like, you know, I have heard that before. You know, I've always been, I think, funny. I've made people laugh. So, <laughs> you no, know? no, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Like, I, I, I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to make people laugh and, you know, have be cool, calm, and collective in front of a crowd. Yeah. They're there to laugh, you know, you yeah, you have and, different crowds. Yeah, I mean, if, and I'm still learning that. Um, like I said, I've only been doing it six months, so I'm I'm still learning, tweaking, you know, trying to get. I keep saying six months. I keep dating myself. I feel like I've been doing it for a year. Cause I'm pretty sure I start doing it. I'm, I, you know, what at this point I'm just gonna say a year. Six months is nowhere close to a year. But I'm gonna say about a year now. I've been doing it. Okay, so like, what was your, like your first time you went out and you tried or just. Did some jokes and whatnot. It was in California, and we went to a open mic. Um, the first one we went to, it was like, "Hey, you got email us," because <laughs> it's, it's California, so everyone's trying. Hey, man, to man, open mic means open mic. You just show. Yeah, up. you just show. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> with this one, he I, like I showed up. He was like, "Nah, you gotta book your dates, and then you know we'll get back to you." Right now, we're booked up all the way until October, and bro, this is like June. And I was leaving in California in October, and I was like, okay. So I ended up going to a different one where it's like, finally got there. And I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be the same thing if that one was like that in California. And it was like, all right, well, good. We'll sign you up. You're going on, you know, and like 15 other people after 15 other people. So that's just the way it is. Open mic is that grind. So how was like the first time you went out there and did your thing? Um, it was, um, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I didn't blow nobody away, but it was decent. Got up there, was nervous, felt like I was about to throw up, <laughs> you know. But, really? But I mean, you were in the band, so. Yeah, but comedy is a different thing in the band. It was four of us. So it was like, you know, everyone's looking at a lot of different things. It really doesn't matter how you look on stage in a band. You're going to be cool regardless. <laughs> you know, okay, you get, okay. Because you're playing good music. Okay. You know, but with comedy, it's like, okay. You're up here by yourself, and you just better be funny. It's almost like being on stage and just having your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know okay. I mean? Like, literally, just being up stage, just like, yo, here's my dick. And, yeah, I'm going to tell a few jokes here and there. That's what I think. <laughs> hey, I get it. I mean, at least, you know, everybody's looking. And... Yeah. Everyone's looking, so, you know. 
<laughs> you might as well show off why everybody look. That's a good now. I like that now. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, that's 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 that's, that's the first time I actually heard that story. Yeah, and, and it's hard for me to do because I'm you know I don't really talk that much outside of that. I mean, I talk. You know, I shake and move and have conversations, but I younger I was you know I was quiet. I was pretty quiet. I didn't really talk that much. Shy at heart. So who the fuck thought I'd be doing? You know, getting up and doing this. So. I mean, that's that sounds amazing. That sound that sounds amazing. So you did it the first time out in, in the California. Yep. Came back to Baltimore. Moved back. What was the first time you did it in this area or the first the time? The first time I did it in this area was at. Um, you don't got any space. You don't got any space because you're not. They're not paying you. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> fuck, well fuck. Them. So <laughs> they ain't paying me, so I won't say it. But no, um, it, it was it was a sidebar. Okay. Okay. So you know they're not sidebar in Baltimore. Sidebar in Baltimore. Um, wow, right I exactly know where that is. Too. Yeah, exactly. Right there in the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. So it was right there. It was the first time I did it, and um, the homeboy went with me. You know, got up like a last. No one knew who I was. The thing with open mics is that it's not really about when you get there and sign up. For the most part, it, every open mic runs differently. You just got shake and move for four five hours. The open mic runs. I feel like open mic is kind of subjective, actually, because it is. Here's the thing: like, if I go there every week, I have the same people follow me, and then if I'm going on at eight or nine o'clock, you probably know because you've been there a lot, and you have your friends show up, they cheer for you, which is great. It's a beautiful thing, supportive. Yeah. But then they leave and they're not really feeling anybody else to me. That's just- and yeah, and it's like that, bro. I've had a time where I was in Pennsylvania and like a comedian went up before me, killed it, but everyone was literally there to see this comedian. <laughs> you know? So it's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and then it was like, all right, bet you on next. And it's like, you got seven minutes, which is a long ass time for someone who hasn't been doing comedy that long. And I, I can't even really crush seven minutes. I mean, I can I can do what I do, but to get an actual set where it's like it runs seven minutes flawlessly, it, it, it all that is just time and stuff like that. It's just practice. It's funny you say seven minutes. I mean, I remember I was working. It's kind of like the analogy I can guess give people out there is if you're working out and you work out consistently and you have to run the treadmill for like a minute straight at a certain speed, a minute's a long dag one time. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly that's a one minute. And that's exactly what comedians call it is working out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're definitely working out because that's seven minutes can feel like an eternity. Yeah. So yeah, like the comedian who I roll with, he described it as boxing. Literally. Like you're practicing for your boxing match, you're practicing for your boxing match. And then the payoff is the show. That's the match. Gotcha. And you literally as a comedian in your mind, all you're worried about is killing the other motherfucker that goes on stage. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. He okay. does good. You think in your mind, like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to do better. And that's that. That's the type of frame mind you should have. Yeah. and then, you want to be the best. Yeah. And there's it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. You know, we, we all get along. But it, to bring it back to the point of, like, it's very subjective. It, it can be, like I said, I went on after a comedian and it's seven minutes. And it was like, man. But again, again, that person who they wanted to see went up. They wasn't hype, really, for me to come up. It was just like, all right, you know what I mean? And I think that was one of the times where I was just like, fuck it. Because like at first, I was doing terrible. And I was just like, all right, nothing's hitting. And then in my mind, I was just like, man, fuck it. 
and just start, you know, going up top of the head. And I was like, okay, I need to do, I need to have this fucking in my body a lot more. Now, did you ever, <laughs> was there ever a point you wanted to quit? I said, you know what? This is not for me. This, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, the seeds of doubt start sprouting all up. I mean, I don't think I've been doing it that long to have really, really gotten to that point yet. I mean, but I haven't bombed that hard yet, fingers crossed. But it has been times where it's like you do terrible. And it's just like, fuck, you know. And just the grind of the open mic, it's just like, that. I don't feel like getting back up and going to it, you know. But you get that bug on you, and then if you don't do open mic, you go, fuck, you know. The re- the world- I should be doing it. The reason why I'm asking that is because you are a millennial. Yeah. And people say, some say, that millennials give up quickly and it's over with real quick and I don't know what the next thing. And that, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's a fair assessment or not, but that's what I've heard. 24-hour generation. I give. I say that. So, what, <laughs> what, like, and that's why I was asking that question, okay. how you feel about, like, <clears throat> did you want to quit? Did you want to be out of it? Or did you have a drive and passion that you're like, you know what, I'm going to stick with this keep on grinding it out you know i think it's one of those things where i'm i'm trying to keep grinding it you know uh like i said i haven't had somewhere where it's like i was like god damn this is shitty but it's been times where i've been like fuck but um you know for right now man i'm just i'm just i'm, I'm grinding it out i think that is something that i can be good at excel at you know what i mean it's one of those things where people do comment that oh yeah i think i'm funny but not to sound like that but people have told me that I'm funny and that you should be a comedian. You're in the wrong, you know, profession. Like I was at work today, killing them. <laughs> and laugh, everybody laughing. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I was. I was at work today, killing them. And then one, like people was like, "Yeah, you should." I think you're in the wrong profession. You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, it's cliche. People probably have said it to other people, but for me, it means a lot when I have in my mind where it's like you keep hearing the same thing over and over again. You might as well go ahead and try to do it. And everyone is like really not too surprised. <laughs> so like so that type of information that you hear, and then what you whatever was the content of everybody laughing, would you use that in your routine going forward? Or how would you incorporate it in your routine? Or like See, I know you should you freestyle and do things off the top of the head, yeah. but you know, I know there's always a pathway of Yeah, I do yeah, and, and, and I freestyle, but I do have jokes where I will go ahead and, you know. And you know, say I just don't actually write them down. I just remember them and go, okay. But when I'm on stage, if I if it, if it comes to my head, I can go off of it and then you know go deeper into it. I probably should be writing more. But um, it's funny because someone at work today said, "Oh, you're gonna use this in your routine, in your routine, huh?" And I'm just like, "Fuck, now nah, I don't want to use it." But, but that's material. Yeah, though. it but is. But that's material, it though. That's is. you know, every day we have crazy things happen. And yeah, think about, and that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast, right? Because there's so many amazing stories and things out there that we hear every day. But we we're like, well, that was a that was a good story, but whatever. Right. But you know what? Maybe the world needs to hear that. Maybe the world needs to hear that. Exactly. exactly. And that's where, and we, I'm going to bring it back to you. Maybe the world wants to hear what was well, making your making your coworkers laugh. Yeah, what's that thing that you have that you can translate that to the stage? That's what I, I think. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I it's one of those things where it's like I think I probably will transfer it to the stage. You know, I do I do hate when that's why I don't really tell a lot of people, which is fucked up. I do I do want to tell people, but it's like 
when you do tell people, people just think that everything that you say is you're putting into your material. But if it is funny, then it's like, yeah, fuck it, you might as well go put into your material, see how it goes. Like, I definitely probably will say some of the shit that I said today on stage. But people tend not to talk to you too much once they realize they're going to be the butt of your jokes. <laughs> so, and also, I guess, so, like, what um, people have inspired you or what people do you have that surround your camp of people who, that, or comedians that have helped you out and, like, try to get you on the right path with this? Okay, so um, the main comedian who actually pulled me to the side when I was doing that sidebar, I came in there, bro, I had on sweatpants, slippers, you know, a hoodie. I was like, fuck it. You know, I've been down there a few times, but I was like, man, fuck it. Been doing it, you know, kind of here and there. You know, it's just getting, I wasn't really that, that great at first. I was like, all right. But, you know, and I'm still learning, still not that great, but I'm doing me. Um, was Dabu Shabazz. That's that's the main dude who pulled me over, who pulled me to the side after one of my sets was like, you have something. And he did his set before me. He was hilarious. Killed it. You know, controlled the room. I was like, man, that's that that's the funniest person I've seen down here since I've been coming down here. One of the funniest people I've seen since I've been coming down here. For me, the funniest. And he pulled me to the side of the show. And he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? You good? I sat there. I talked to him for a long time. And he was like, hey, bro, take my number. You know what I'm saying? We'll go around, start doing hit open mics. I show you some open mics, you know what I mean? Take you around, you know, record for you. Um, help you out. And let's try grinding this together. Okay, cool. You know, he was the first person to take me to PA, to her, to um, PA, where I go and do the comedy zone. Um, the first person to take me there, you know, got on stage, you need people there, did good there. Like the first time I did like really good. And people was like, yo, you definitely, you definitely got something. And then that's why I made the group of other people. Um, I'm gonna shout them out, Jibber Jab piece. That is one of the people who, you know, I do it with. You know, that's lovely. That's number love. I like people inspiring other people to do good things and helping them out along yep. the way. Uh, because guess what? Not everybody knows everything. And sometimes it helps our people to help you out. Because guess what? From what I've heard, comedians still do it from each other. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where it's good to have that community. It's just a community around each other. Now, what do you think the state of comics are for right now like do you think it's pretty funny right now do you think people are really uh is anybody sticking out right now that's just besides dave Chappelle? like who would you say that that's like that person like well everyone is the um facebook comedian now <laughs> so you know everyone wants to be a comedian now but the people who i've been really watching and these guys are doing great ass work um is carlos miller DC Young Fly, Chico Bean for the 85 South show. I watch these motherfuckers every day at work. Really, I don't get no work done. Because <laughs> they, 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 they are hilarious. Um, Carlos Miller's been doing it for a long time. And he, for me, is it's like those three are the standouts right now for me in, in comedy. Like they're genuine. They, they got their ear to the street. You know, they, they, they know what their fans like. They, they're they're doing big things. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. So, what would you like to say to the public? Because, like I said, the pod we're gonna drop this. We're gonna, we're gonna drop this pod before the show, right? And um, and uh, what, what would you say to the folks out there who want to follow you? What kind of style you have? Just introducing yourself to the world. I mean, what do you? What would you want to say? You got the. You got the. Got the fourth floor right now. Okay, so 
My style is, I think right now, it's, I don't know how, it's, it's me. You know what I mean? I know, and that's that's what everyone says, but it's going to be raw. I'm going to be talking about a lot of different shit. You know, I'm going to be talking about different races, different sexualities. I don't care. Because for me, I, again, grew up watching, you know, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin. They never pulled really any punches. Martin, <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't pull any punches. And for me, it's just that I feel like I I have a duty to almost, I can't pull any punches while I'm up there. So you're going to hear a lot of things. You know, I talk like this now, but on stage, I'm completely damn near a different person <laughs> on stage. So my Instagram, you can find me on Instagram. And this should tell you as much as this because I post ignorant shit on Instagram all the time. Is My Instagram is Mike B. Geekin. And Geekin is a Baltimore term. <laughs> you know, I'm from... I'm 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 from the city, so I still, you know, I just, you know, didn't didn't trap. So please folks, let's uh, <laughs> let's go out support people out here, support young guy out here trying to make a living out here. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming in on I'm the pod. I'm out here hustling, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to make I'm trying to do something. I definitely appreciate you having me on the pod because the pod is going up right now. Yeah, I mean we we trying that we trying our best and trying to make it happen. And you know, like I tell people, the pod ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody. And and we can have somebody out there listening and capture that moment. That's what it's all about. Right. I, I, I say, yep. I definitely say, like I said, this, this part is definitely for, every, you know, not for everybody. Same thing with like my, it's not going to be for everybody, but I'm, I wouldn't have it any other way. I got I got to do what I do. And what would you say when they ask the question to wrap it up? There's a million, there's, there's a million comedians out there. Yep. What makes you special? What makes me special? Hmm. Hey, good question. I don't know. I'm I'm myself. Like I I I wanna say I'm more special than anyone else right now. You know what I mean? I'm still figuring it out. But for me, you know, to have other people tell me I should be doing comedy, which I'm pretty sure other people have probably had said to them. But for me, in my mind, for me to have people tell me that I've done, you know, you should do comedy. And for people to be like, oh, you know, I'm not surprised that I surprised you wasn't doing it earlier is meaningful to me, honestly, because it just makes you go like, damn, I think I think I really got something. So, hey, you come see me because a motherfucker said I'm funny. So a motherfucker said I'm funny and I'm not saying it. There you go. Hey, well, that's a wrap, <laughs> folks. The No Pictures at the Dark podcast. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Dante. We'll talk to you guys later. We out. We out.